Cracking tower. Shed some light. Episode 27, we're back on this Monday. Those cracks might have sounded just a little bit different, a little bit deeper. We're slinging the tall boys today. <laughs> so, Because we all are a couple tall boys. <laughs> these are uh, provided by uh, one of last episode's guests. So uh, for that, we thank you. But that also means our segments are either going to have to last a little bit longer or... We're going to have to drink a little bit faster. We're going to have to drink go. a little bit faster. So... Tall Miller Lights on on deck today. Happy Monday, everyone. How was your weekend? Weekend was great. Great weekend all around. Can't complain. Can't complain. We got the uh, IU win. Notre Dame win. Let's go. Bears uh, are playing tonight. We got Chase Claypool on the TV as we're recording this. So, you know, can't get much better than that. <laughs> Not going to argue. So uh, real quick shout out, our last episode with all of our special guests is doing really well in the uh, listeners and viewership, listenership. Uh, so thank you for that. Unfortunately, well, but also, you know, whatever. It's just back to uh, Jack and I hosting a regular Monday episode today. So hopefully you can bear with us through that. With that being said, though, we're going to jump into our quick sports dump. Uh, much less extensive this time around, but still, you know, full of great news. As we talked about on Friday's show, the Bears game is tonight. So uh, as of the time of recording this, we have no input, nothing to say about that. You're going to have to stay tuned to Friday's episode to hear about it. But well, there is a little bit of Bears news. One, I believe David Montgomery's out. Yep. Not good. Two, thank the good Lord above, Matt Nagy, is giving up play calling. Yeah, how about it's that? It's about goddamn time. How about that? It is unreal. That that should have happened four weeks ago. The, the, his, he's We've complained about it on the show extensively. He's an idiot when it comes to play calling for <laughs> being known as an offensive genius. He's just stupid. So it's about time he gives up play calling. Maybe we'll actually be able to do something. It, it, yeah, it's going to be a, uh, you know, a test. Wait and see. But... uh you know, nationally televised Monday night game. I'm hoping that we don't uh, lay an egg. I agree. I'm also, uh, uh, during the beginning of the season, me and a listener of the Shed Some Light pod would always go to our favorite bar to watch the game. We were doing pretty well. We were winning games. And then we stopped going to the bar. So we will be going to that bar tomorrow. Get the whole superstition back to it. We're winning games. Got to do everything I can to get the good juju. And if I have to go to a bar, so be it. <laughs> so be it. Maybe I'll have a couple, you know, cold Miller lights while I'm there. That really get the good juju. There we go. There we go. Get you through your Monday. Give you something to look forward to. I exactly. Like that. So that's why I'm doing it. Moving on from that, though, two very positives, very positive uh, college takeaways from this weekend. As we mentioned, IU remains undefeated. Yup. Moved up. Easy. Did you see the? Top number 25, nine. up to number nine, single digits. <laughs> oh, let's go. IU beats Michigan State 24 nothing. Just easy. Shut them out. Just easy work. Uh, so this was like one of the first uh, times this whole season that I like sat down and legitimately watched the IU game start to finish. Most of the time, I catch like the majority of it, and then I watch the highlights. This time, I literally sat down, watched it start to finish, and let me tell you, 
I was thoroughly impressed. We're for real. We are. We, IU is a good football team. Yeah. They 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 got it all. Their defense is solid. Their offense is actually very good. I know we had two turnovers, but um, uh, you uh, those are honestly the first one. The first interception was a bad throw. If he throws that ball, it's like a fade to the sideline. If he throws that ball like less over the middle, I think our wide receiver goes up and makes a play right there. Second play was just a good a good defensive play. He jumped around in the end zone like. I'm not mad at Penix about that. I think they're both good ideas for throws. He just didn't execute perfectly. Yep. Um, I feel I feel so bad for Michigan State's quarterback, Rocky Lombardi. Like you're behind the eight ball already with that last name. You well, got you got to be you got to be either the best quarterback ever or just don't play football. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was thinking that too, but I, I was, I was just going more along the lines of Rocky Lombardi is born to be a football player. So the fact that he actually is a football player means he's living out his. No, calling. yeah, he's he a hundred percent. He's born to be a football player, but like y- with that last name, you like either have to be like the best football player ever, or like just don't play football. And Rocky is yeah. your first name. Apparently, he was like an all-state wrestler in high school, and I feel like that's a great wrestling name. Yeah, Rocky Lombardi, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's a sweet wrestling name. He's got some. He's got some sunshine type of hair. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he he had a game. Let me tell you that. I uh, think I could have made a couple interceptions. Oh with yeah, the way he was throwing the ball. Uh, so I had I had another one of my. I was watching the game with a couple of my buddies and. One of them, who's a Michigan State fan, we normally do a thing called like touchdown water. So it's like you take a shot every time someone like you know scores a touchdown. He said he was just gonna for Michigan State since uh, he didn't think they were gonna score a lot. He'll he said he'll do uh, turnover water, and every time they turn <laughs> the ball over, he has to take a <laughs> shot. It's like, dude, you'd be drunk by halftime, man. He was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that and would they, that uh, would have been a lot. Yeah, they they did not have you know a good game yesterday. I'll <laughs> tell you that. I will say this as a just as my dumb sports brain working their coach, uh, Mel Tucker. That's just a, it's a trustworthy name. <laughs> I Mel just trust Tucker. that guy. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of coaches, uh, the, the Tom Allen hype, like I know that you've been saying how much you like him and stuff, but the, when they were showing him like during the game, getting hype, and then they put up their own graphic about him, about the amount of injuries yep. that he's gotten from yep. celebrating. That, that was guy. hilarious. Lost the, teeth. Two front teeth pulled muscles. Not more a, than one. Yeah, not just a muscle, but uh, pulled and muscles. Cut his face. Yep. Yeah. That's because he's <laughs> he's selling out for the boys. That's what he does. I told you. Leo, he loves he loves everybody on that team. He'll do anything for him. That's why I said I'll take a bullet for him. That guy, I swear to God, he is the best. I, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast before, but I know I've said it to you. I'd have him manage the White Sox. Yeah, I would just have him. This. I would just have him do it because I would just trust him to make the right decision, knowing nothing about the sport. <laughs> he's great, and he's got he's got a team turned around. They released a video um, this past week, and it shows kind of like the progression. And uh, I think it was mid September of last year we lost to Michigan State on like the last play of the game, and he's given a speech in the locker room about you know how you win together, you lose together, and, you know, we're a better team than this. You know, we can still – he's like, I believe in you guys. And then he comes out in the press conference. You can tell he's kind of pissed off. He's like, we're for real. He's like, we're here to play. And I was like, dude, I'll run through a goddamn brick wall <laughs> right now, baby. That's my guy. He gets me 
fired up all the time. And you know, he's he lived up to his promise. We're for real. We're here to play. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I was thoroughly impressed with him and his celebrations and just everything about him. Um, that was very cool to see. Also, uh, his son. Yeah. His son, his son got hurt. You could see, you know, the emotion. Yeah. That was, but, uh, uh, it was cool to see like all the players come over after the game and they were all talking with him. Yeah. Shout out Chase Claypool with the touchdown real quick. Oh, let's go. Dude, Chase is a monster. We, I was telling, was I, I was telling you this the other day. Uh, do you think we could get Chase Claypool to come on here? Probably. That would be so sick. Probably. <laughs> we can probably pull a couple strings. Yeah. Chase, we would love to have you on here one day. Obviously, we'll keep it to the off season, so you can, you know, focus on grabbing tutties. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> we'd love to have you on. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. So, uh, IU, big game next weekend. Mm-hmm. Big game. The Battle of the Unbeatens. Yeah. Number one versus number two in the Big Ten, and number one is in Ohio State. I'll yeah, tell you that, that right now, baby. <laughs> how about that? Let's go. So... Uh, yeah, IU Ohio State next weekend. Man, I would love to see IU win this game. I'm pumped up. I'm fired up, baby. It's I'm a, fired up. It's a noon kickoff, right? Noon kickoff, which that kind of sucks. Yeah, they never want. I like they should just you know preemptively switch that game to like a 7 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, flex it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's not that many. There's not going to be a lot of good Big Ten games this year, so you know, might as well promote the ones that are good. Um, speaking of college football and time slots and everything like that, um, as we're recording this, it's obviously Sunday. You're listening to this on a Monday, but, uh, the Sunday afternoon college game that was on today, Cal versus UCLA. It was a nice little, like, Oh, that was sweet. Didn't see that one coming. (laughs) I think they should do that. I think one pac 12 game should be played every Sunday just to like, You've had a full day of college football all Saturday. And then Sunday before NFL kicks yeah. off, it's like, boom, pack to a football. Yeah. One game. <laughs> Just one. Just a single one. That was awesome to have that on today. I mean, I know it probably, it definitely sucks because on, on the West Coast, that's a 9 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. And that's just got to be like ridiculous. But hey, I enjoyed a noon Pac-12 game on that was Sunday. Nice. That was nice. It was a nice little like... uh just a hidden gift. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Turned the TV on. I was like, what's this? Yeah. Had the, had the Masters going on one. Yeah, Masters had, had on one TV. On the other. College football on the other. Takes you right into the NFL. That's a recipe for a good Sunday. So yeah. I'm I'm just throwing that out there right now. One Pac-12 game every Sunday. At 9 a.m. in California. <laughs> at 9 a.m. West Coast time, noon East Coast. Let's work this out. See if we can now, get that done. Now we're talking. <laughs> another we're episode moving. or another uh, idea. Credit shed some light. Boom. We're <laughs> ideas, guys. We're not, we don't execute. We're just the ideas, guys. Yeah. yeah. So uh, moving on. Notre Dame. Well, I see you got a nice little stat there that, you know, do you want to oh, read oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to read about? For the first, first time ever in the history of ever, IU has beaten Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. All in the same season. Suck my ass, haters, baby. The Hoosiers <laughs> are for real. Let's go. That's pretty That's sweet. what I'm talking about, baby. That this is, is the first sweet. time in uh, 33 years we beat Michigan. Really? Yep. We we were 0, 0 for 33 against them. Said, what up, baby? We're here to play this year. Michigan, 
stinks. Uh, they stink. Oh, yeah. They played Wisconsin this they weekend. They stink. That was. It's one of those things where, like, I want to see Jim Harbaugh be fired because I think it'd be funny. But at the same time, I don't know if I want him to be fired because I want Michigan to continue to suck. Yeah, that's what uh, I was talking about this weekend as well. Um, I, I'm i okay with Michigan just being 500 every year. So, like, I Love hope it. that they can rattle off a couple wins just to keep Harbaugh around. But if they are going to fire Harbaugh, I hope it's like a midseason firing. I was surprised they didn't fire him after the game against Wisconsin. Yeah. I was surprised it didn't happen today. Yeah. It was it was honestly shocking that he is still the coach of Michigan right now. That, he stinks. That program is in shambles right now. Shambles, and you hate to see it. That's something you hate to see. <laughs> Shucks. So, gee dang it, if you will. <laughs> gee dang it. But again, but it, alas, it's, it's it's the it's the two sided coin there because like we want him to stick around because exactly. he's, he's just going to be a mediocre. He's going to get them to that mediocre level. But it would also like kind of be funny to see him fired. Yeah, but then if they find someone better, like I don't want Michigan yeah. to actually be good. Yeah. So stay there. Double edged sword. Stay there, Jim. <laughs> All right. Moving on now. We got Notre Dame still undefeated, still number two in the rankings. Uh 45 31 victory over Boston College. Uh we did not watch this game together this time. So I haven't really picked your brain, gotten any thoughts about it. Uh, I would like to hear what you have to say. Ben Skoronek, goaded. Stole the ball up to that dude in the end zone. He's coming down with it. That first catch that he had where he literally went over the guy and then just turned around and hit him with that yeah. little flex. Let's let's <laughs> talk about that real quick. He turns around and he screams at this dude after he just mossed him. Like, just turns around. This guy wasn't even looking. He snags his ball over the guy's back, turns around, flexes on him and gives him a nice little ah what's up and he gets an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for that call that is the softest shit i've ever seen in my entire life the, that was that was that was the legitimately softest thing i've ever seen the un, the two i think we had two unsportsmanlike conducts because uh we got one when we sacked jakovic and and again like that was like both of them were just so weak yeah let the boys have a little fun yeah Let's let, let the men just scream at each other one time. <laughs> but no. What's so what's so bad about a little scream? Ben Skaronic is he's goaded. Just throw beast. the ball up to that guy. Yeah. Uh Avery Davis looked really good. Yep. I thought he looked amazing. Uh I thought if it, 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 Ian Book has had a very weird season for me. Like beginning couple of games, he looked like super nervous in the pocket, didn't really understand like the play calling or like the coverage schemes or anything like that. And then basically since I would probably say the Pittsburgh game, he's looked like insanely good in the pocket, like super comfortable. Like there was one uh, throw that I, I want to say he had to Avery Davis that it was like a 30 or 40 yard game where Avery should could have dove for the end zone. Oh yeah. But like he was just in a collapsed pocket had very little space and looked completely fine. So his um, elusive skills these past couple of games have been ridiculous. Yeah. Like he's athletic, but he's not like super athletic. And like there are times where like it looks like he should be sacked about four times and he just like goes forward and then he backpedals and then he spins and he goes right and he goes left. And it's just like, 
he makes his way out of it and then somehow still keeps his eyes downfield and finds the receiver. Yeah. It's like, okay, Ian. Yeah. There you go. At the beginning of the season, I was not happy with the way he was playing like at all. And the past probably like four games, I thought he has looked very good. Yeah. Um, Another takeaway that I had from this game is that um, I don't think that like either side of the ball played particularly well but we like you couldn't really tell yeah like the the i think that the score of this game made it closer than what it actually was yeah like we were basically in control the entire game without playing super well on defense or super well on offense in my opinion i think our offense played good. pretty well they played good they they made a couple obviously they made a couple mistakes Couple fumbles, yeah. But I, I think I think for the most part they played well. And then defense, I'm so the one thing that makes me nervous about our defense is our secondary. We seem to the longer the play goes on, the like we just like lose everybody in the secondary. There, there were also at least two, if not more, plays where we could have very easily had an interception and then maybe turned that into a pick six. Yeah. That one that one that hit Kyle Hamilton in the hands. Oh yeah. He was he was ready to take that to the house. Yeah. And and I mean the first touchdown of the game they threw, Nick McLeod literally just like, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. That he was, just like didn't go back towards the ball. That was the it made luckiest no, it made, throw I've it made ever seen. No sense to me. He like he just very easily could have like intercepted it and he just like kind of stood up. Yeah. He was like running to the left. The ball was thrown to the right of him. And then instead of like, you know, stopping going and going right. back to the right, he was just like, eh, probably not going to go get that ball. And you know, you know, Jakovic was literally just trying to get that out of the end oh, zone. Oh, yeah. And it just so happened that his receiver was able to turn and make a play on it. And I was so pissed. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, I was also kind of disappointed by our defensive coordinator and his play calling because. Mm. Phil legitimately shit himself every time there was like a slight bit of pressure. Like he couldn't make a throw with any type of pressure. And we just like, there were just multiple times where we were just like, yo, it's just not blitz. I would have just brought the house like every, every play. I, so Zay flowers, the, the BC receiver that we were talking about on Friday, I would shade a safety to his side of the field and play man coverage all the way around and send everyone. Yeah. Like, Oh, Jakovic does not have the ability to escape that sort of pressure. And that game would have been over before it even started if that was the game plan. Yeah, I mean, they, they got out to a, like, 10-3 lead. Yeah. And then we started bringing pressure, and you could legitimately see Phil just like, oh, God. Like, yeah. he, he saw people coming, and he was just like, I got to get this ball out of my hands. And this isn't our most intimidating defensive front that we've had in the last couple seasons, but it's still a very good. I think it's the most athletic defensive front we've had. I think we are the fastest we've ever been. The I think it, I think it might be the best combination of speed and power we've had on our defensive line in a long time. Probably all the way around, yes. But what I was saying was that we don't have, like, um, in my opinion, we don't have, like, in the past we've had, like, one either, like, Jerry Tillery, like, coming right up the middle every single time, or one guy coming off the edge every single time. I think Dalen Hayes and um, Isaiah Foskey. Foskey, yeah, are, are two beasts. But, like, 
I don't know. I think I think Dalen is like top of the line. He's in. He is nuts. And uh, Jeremiah Wusu Kormoa. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's a linebacker. Yeah, that they and, and drop into coverage. We've, yeah, we've sang his praise. There, there's a play he made in a pass breakup in this game where he was just straight up covering Zay Flowers. He was just oh, like, "Yeah, I know, I missed he was that." Just like, was, I'm, he was like, "I'm as fast as you." I was at the grocery store during that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was watching it on my phone, and then uh, I I ran out of service in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, he made he made like a uh, like diving pass breakup. And I was like, dude, that's a linebacker covering like their best wide receiver. Yeah. Like, which is nuts. Yeah. But I think, I think top to bottom, I think we look good. The second, like I said, secondary still kind of scares me a little bit. But overall, I'm I'm happy. And looking towards like the end of the season, I was a little bit nervous about North Carolina. After watching them play Wake Forest this weekend, I'm not that scared. Uh that looked like a big 12 game. Yeah. Just who was going to get the ball last? That was just points on points on points and no defense. Yeah. Uh, their quarterback, what's his name? Sam Powell. I'm Sam pretty, Howell. Sam Howell. I looks, think. Looks pretty good, yeah. but I'm not, again, I'm not super worried about that. Like, if if Wake Forest can put up, like, 45, I'm pretty sure Notre Dame can put up, like, 60. <laughs> so. I would hope so. I'm not, I'm not as worried about that. I think we should end this season undefeated in the regular season. Not knock on wood. wood. Keep the spirits out. Yep. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, got, got a bye week this upcoming week, and then so a game. all the all the attentions on IU. Yeah, everyone focusing on IU this weekend. That's what uh, the bye week lets us do. And then Notre Dame's next game is on Black Friday. Oof. I don't know if we've ever played on a Friday or when the last time we played on a Friday was. I'm gonna have to do some research. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Staying at uh, both teams, staying undefeated. That's what you like to see. That's how we do it, baby. That's what you like to see. As we mentioned, Bears playing tonight. Um, hopefully, they better fucking win. Hopefully, get the win. Hopefully, uh, we have a good game watching experience. <laughs> but uh, we are going I'll have to a good experience. I don't know about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about the outcome of the game. My experience will be watching. It'll be good. Um. We are going to take our first break here, grab some uh, refills on the tall Miller lights. If you notice, this was a longer first segment. We had to give us Space a little bit out. of extra time. And uh, we're coming back with our new Monday segment of Light Fights with some listener submissions that you will hear after the break. Crack the towel. Miller light, tall boy refills on hand. And we're back with segment two, shed some light here. It's Monday, and that means we no longer are doing our top five draft on Monday. We're saving those exclusively for our Friday shows. Mondays now, we are replacing those with Jack's segment, Light Fights. So in case case you missed last week, uh, give us the quick rundown for any new listeners. Light Fights is basically just any hypothetical fight between two people. Characters, real people, whatever you want it to be, you can send in your submissions. We'll talk about them. We'll break down the fight. We'll give you our winners. And we just, like, you know, crazy as you want it to be. We'll <laughs> debate anything. <laughs> so uh, we actually have two listener submissions to start off with. 
And then uh, we're going to go off of Jack's, right? Yeah, a couple. All right. So our first listener submission. This one is going to be taking place in the water. This is a non-land fight. And uh, we are going with Flounder from The Little Mermaid versus Dory from Finding Nemo. (laughs) Interesting since none of them have hands to punch each other, but you know. In a hypothetical fight, um, my first thought here is this is going to be a very – maybe probably not the most entertaining fight. I don't think Dory with her uh, short-term memory is going to remember what she's doing in the ring here. So she might have trouble uh, remembering that she has to fight Flounder. Or she could forget that she hits Flounder every time and then just keeps on wailing. Therefore, it'd give her an advantage. Right. So short-term memory throws a real wrench into this one. I think this is a very one-sided fight. Okay. I think Flounder dominates. (laughs) Flounder is thick, dude. He's got the, like, the cheeks... Kinda, I don't even know what to call him, you know. Yeah, and then he's got—I feel like he's got a little bit more of his like fins out, off the side, and I think he's got the reach too. Dory, Dory is tall and thin, real slender. Yeah, Flounder's thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, though, with Dory, is she gonna remember to fight, or is she not gonna remember that she hits Flounder every time and just keeps wailing? And he's kind of got like a nice mohawk in a way. That's intimidating. <laughs> I mean, this is, this, as I said, I don't think this would be a very entertaining fight. This is like, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of first graders going at it. But I still think <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure flounders can be. Yeah, dude, they get up to like some flounders are like 17 pounds. And There's no way that that Dory is even like <laughs> hanging in anywhere remotely close to this. Flounder could just body slam her. Yeah. I mean, my initial thought was Flounder as well. I was just trying to find, play devil's advocate and find a way that Dory could come out with a victory here. Dory's got to be quick. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in towards the body, if you know what I'm saying. So, Make it a real hang-on type of fight. <laughs> I'm still going Flounder, though. I think I think Flounder takes the cake on this one. Yeah, I would have to agree. Flounder over Dory. That's our first uh, listener submission fight right there. So not a bad way to start it off. We're getting a little bit more technical. We got fight round two here. Another listener submission. This one, we have the Jolly Green Giant versus the Iron Giant. So the Battle of the Giants. This one, this one, I've, I've, like you said, this was uh, submitted by a listener, submitted last weekend. Uh, but it was, uh, after when we recorded yeah we just missed it and i've been thinking about this legitimately all week and i've been flip-flopping on who i think is gonna win me too um do you did you know the iron giant before this submission i like when when it was submitted it like rang a bell but i didn't like know it exactly but now that like when i looked it up i remember watching this movie i have no idea who the iron giant is i don't think i've ever seen that movie i have so I remember watching it as a kid. I'm going I'm going strictly off visual appearance because I don't know uh like the Iron Giant and his personality and characteristics, all that kind of stuff. He's I wanna say he's like a um uh, it's like during like the Cold War is when the, the movie takes place and this uh alien robot like 
kind of crash lands and then this little kid finds him and then they become best friends. Oh no. That sounds Okay. I didn't know that. Hmm. <laughs> that's, so that sways my perspective a little so bit. So I also looked up the heights of this. The, jo- <laughs> the Jolly Green Giant is fifty five feet tall and the Iron Giant is fifty feet tall. Oh so okay. pretty, pretty close. But you know, the Jolly Green Giant does have five feet on him. This is this is a, a solid fight here. I I appreciate the listener for uh, submitting yeah. this one. This is a good one. So I really think it comes down to there there are there are things that I would like to know, and one of the things I would like to know is how hollow is the Iron Giant? Does he got you know like a lot of mechanisms and stuff on the inside? Yeah, because like maybe a Jolly Green Giant throws a nice little gut jab at him. And if there's nothing in there, it just goes right through and then, bang, he's donezo. But if he's got stuff behind there, that could just break Jolly Green Giant's arm or his his fist. I know. I know. So my initial thought when looking up the Iron Giant was there's no way that he could lose. He's made out of metal. Yeah. Right? But then if you go full body, uh, Iron Giant, I think, skips leg day. He's very top-heavy. And the Jolly Green Giant is built like he's built. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't know if the Iron Giant needs to hit leg day because he's powerful. That's what that's what that's what's good about machines. Oh, breaking news. That, breaking news, real quick. Uh South Carolina just fired their football coach. I saw that. Suck it, Will Muschamp. He went twenty eight and thirty after being hired in twenty sixteen. Probably not good. Nope. All right. Uh, back to the fight. That's that's the whole point about being a machine. You can compact a lot of power into just a little bit. <laughs> so he doesn't. He can look less intimidating. But guess what? He's coming out and he's you know, he's hitting as hard as he can. He's jumping. He's moving around. He's athletic. Yeah. So, all right. So my my initial thoughts, like I said. I don't know much about the Iron Giant, but when I first looked these up, I was saying Iron Giant all the way. There's no way that the Jolly Green Giant would put up any sort of close match. Since then, I've completely flipped my opinion, especially now that I know that uh, Jolly Green Giant's got an extra five feet on him, and I'm going Jolly Green Giant all the way. Oh, okay. See, I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going to go Iron Giant, and I'm going to go it for two reasons. One. You can't have the you can't have the word jolly in your name and win a fight. Sure you can. Against the Iron Giant. <laughs> he's he's happy until he gets in the ring and then he shuts off the emotions. Nope. Takes care of business. He's probably like, oh, thanks for punching me in the face. <laughs> yeah. And then gives him a thumbs up and <laughs> skips off into Never Never Land. I don't know. <laughs> gives him the reap. <laughs> and then the other reason is the Iron Giant is played by Vin Diesel. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> he's going to walk up there he's and he's going to the be like voice of he's going to be like this is Brazil and then punch the Jolly Green Giant in the face and then there it's going to be over. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. Jolly Green Giant, like I said, he's built. He's got arms and legs. Those are just both thick and he's wearing a toga made out of leaves. You got a lot of mobility in that. That toga <laughs> comes up pretty high though. Which is a little bit concerning. That's extra leg mobility. You got nothing restricting you. He's coming in with kicks, punches, anything yeah, you dude, want right there. You want to talk about nothing restricting you? How about just not wearing clothes like the Iron Giant? 
is he he's got a WD forty up all those joints. Yeah, he's, make sure he's working. He's fine, dude. He's a giant <laughs> alien robot. You also said he's from the Cold War. He's got to have a it's little in bit the of Cold rust War on him. Era. I think he's a little bit rusty. He hasn't aged a day. He doesn't look a day over twenty. <laughs> he's ready to roll. So I don't and, know. And he's got the little kid on his team. Like that's just added motivation. He's like, I got to show this youngin how to do it. Jolly bah, Green, bah, bah. Jolly Green Giant is representing kids eating vegetables all across America. You yeah, got to so, eat, yeah. So Iron Giant by a billion. No, you got to <laughs> eat vegetables. your vegetables to grow up to be the Jolly Green Giant. Nah, boom. No, but the, he's got nobody in his corner because no one likes vegetables, and the people who do like vegetables are the people you don't want in your corner. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a lot of strong people that eat vegetables. Yeah, but this kid, this kid, it's just got he's just got a nine year old kid in his corner. He's like, I gotta show this kid how to do it. I nope. gotta stand up for what's <laughs> nope. right. Nope, I'm going Jolly Green Giant. Nope, Iron Giant. <laughs> Iron Giant any day of the week. Should we? Uh, I was going to say we should go back to uh, one of the very early episodes of our of what I think it was one of my pet peeves that I mentioned. Put it up on social media and say, oh, like for this person. Yeah. And comment like, for like this and, person. Like and comment polls. No. Or like and retweet polls. Yeah. Bullshit. No, not even not even real. So I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'm going to make the Iron <laughs> Giant. Like no, but so we, we did get the suggestion of putting up the side by side pictures. Yeah. Uh, for the fights. I think we're going to keep that on Twitter, probably. Yeah. Maybe Instagram, too. I don't know. But uh, stay tuned on social media. Especially we'll do a like comment on Instagram. No, <laughs> um, especially if you don't know these people or you don't want to look them up. Check out the social media. We will uh, do our best to provide pictures for those. I hope there's a picture of the Iron Giant like flexing or something <laughs> like that. I'm putting that picture up, and then I'm putting like a weenie weenie hut junior picture of the Jolly Green Giant. Nope. I'm putting that one with the tie, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm putting that's the one I'm putting up. <laughs> so I'm gonna put hey, a tie on. He's just coming to work. He's ready to take care of business. So. Thank you for uh, both of those listener submissions there. I got one. I got one just off the top of my head. This was actually another. Oh, Chase, Chase Claypool, another touchdown. I actually have uh, another. This was another listener submission from uh, a good friend of the pod, PT, who was on last time. Yep. Uh, and he wants us to debate who would win in the fight between Sir Charms, the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Oh. And... William Penn, the Quaker Oats guy, guy in the box of Quaker Oats, <laughs> <laughs> who's who's coming in with a dub right there. All right. Uh, well, I didn't know either of their names, so I had to you. look up the Quaker Oats guy. I had to look up the Quaker Oats guys. So give me those names again, real quick. William Penn and Sir Charms. Sir Charms. All right. So um, my initial thought is uh, Quaker Oats guy is going to be a lot bigger. Yes. Um, but. Lucky Charms Leprechaun has uh, age on his side. He, he, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's a lot more young and spry, and the Quicker oh, Oats yeah. guy is old. So I'm going Lucky Quaker Charms. Quicker Oats uh, started advertising in 1909, and this guy, the Lucky Charms, was 1963. Oh. He's got like 60 years <laughs> Yeah, so Lucky Charms guy, although way smaller um, it has the has the youth advantage on his side. He's got the sixty years, so he's going to be young and spry. Quaker Oats is old and creaky joints. I'm going the youth of the leprechaun, and I think I think the leprechaun's elusiveness oh, helps him. He's because speedy. like people never really get to the pot of gold, at the end of the rainbow. 
Yeah. And, you know, he just always keeps hiding. Yeah. You got to be quick. And, and, he, and he likes to surf on those marshmallows, so you know his balance is good. He can dip, duck, dive, yeah. dodge, dip. Quaker Oats guy, I don't think he has much to offer. He's got. I'm going to play devil's advocate. If you're alive in like 1909, anytime around, then you're a tough <laughs> motherfucker. I bet he can take a punch or two. I bet he can take a punch. I was going to say, uh, I feel like uh, Quaker Oats guy has a lot of wisdom. I feel like, I feel like it's like if you get hit by the Quaker Oats guy, you're fucked. Like, I feel like he pass a punch. <laughs> if but he like, can make yeah, contact yeah. with you. If he, if you, if he hits the leprechaun, Sir Charms, then Sir Charms is going down. But like, I think Sir Charms is fast enough that uh, he does he doesn't get hit by William Penn. Yeah, yeah. So Sir Charms, Lucky Charms, I think Battle take... of the, Battle of the Breakfast, we can call that. Yeah. Plus Lucky Charms is a is a better breakfast than oatmeal. So Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I'm going Sir Charms over William Penn. Yeah, yeah I think so too. <laughs> I think I think I'm going Sir Charms as well. He's just he's just a sly motherfucker, I'll tell you that. Speed, agility, youth. I mean, look at that. Look at that speed right there coming out of him. He's yeah, sprinting. He's running right there. No way he's losing a fight. Uh, he, it, it would take him a lot more, you know, punches because I don't think his punches pack that much of a punch if you, if you will. <laughs> yeah, so, but he's got the speed and the elusiveness and the youth on his side, and he's going to be all right. I agree. I didn't actually know this guy's name was Sir Charms, too, by the way. Figured that out. That's a pretty good name. Yep. Sir Charms. I wish I could be a sir. Don't you have to, You have to be knighted, I thought. Yeah, or yeah. you just have your parents name you mister. Yeah, Shout like out Wop. to Wop. <laughs> Shout out to Wop, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any others you want to talk about today? Are we good with those three listener submissions? I mean, I, I, got, I got them on deck if you want to do another one, but it's up to you. Um, Let's, let's keep them waiting. Keep them waiting. We'll wait keep till next. Guessing. We'll wait till next Monday. And uh, that was good. Th- three good listener, listener submissions. submissions. Thank you. So thank you to everybody who submitted. Keep sending them in. We'll, we'll keep. We'll keep debating. Yep. Yep. We'll break them down. <laughs> so uh, we are going to grab some refills here and wrap it up in our third segment. We have random thoughts. We got some complaints. We got just you know a whole slew of things coming at you after this break. Boom, baby. Crack a towel. Waited on that one. Just wanted to switch things up a bit. <laughs> we're back for segment three here on this Monday. And we're kind of wrapping it up with just some random... A smorgasbord. Yeah. Just random things that are going on here. We got some random thoughts. We got... Uh, I'm going to complain a little bit. I think that's pretty much all that we're touching on. But who knows where it's going to go. Yep. Uh, what are we starting with? You want me to go first? Yeah, you can complain. All right. So what you're going to complain about. Yeah, I'm going to complain real quick. I know there's really no resolution, so I don't even know why I'm complaining. But I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Today... Ordered Chipotle online, like did the, you know, pick up ahead of time order type thing. And uh, my order was supposed to be ready at 2.15. And uh, after Jack waited in line for a very long time, thank you, Jack. um, The order was finally ready at 4 o'clock. And they refused to give me any sort of refund or anything like that. I was on the phone with uh, like the... 1-800 1-800 like Chipotle hotline type thing. And I called the actual store that we ordered from who said, yeah, our servers are down so we can't issue any refunds. 
eat a dick. The order was two hours late, and you can't do anything about it? Yeah, so a little background. They were doing only virtual orders, so you weren't even allowed in the store. So they the guy would come out and say to us, there's like a big group of people waiting out there this whole time to get their order. He would come and be like, yeah, you know, sorry, we're understaffed, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand how you can be an hour behind on making fast food, even if you're understaffed. It still doesn't make any sense to me. And I've worked in the service industry. I've worked at a restaurant. And it does not make sense to me. You, It doesn't make sense to me how you can be – like you would have to have like two people there. Chipotle's orders are not that hard either. You just go straight down the line. Rice, meat, toppings, and it, it takes – and I would say an average of at the most one minute to make a Chipotle order. And these people were almost an two hour, hours An behind. hour in – like to get your order, it basically took an hour later, like an hour of waiting. And that, it ma- that makes no sense to me. My online order was supposed to be ready at 2.15. I picked it up at 4 o'clock. Yeah. It, make, it made no sense to me. I waited in the cold for an hour. And the fact that they didn't, they couldn't, quote unquote, their servers were down and they couldn't give refunds. Yeah. What are you talking it, it, about? It, it did not make a lot of sense. I was pissed. That's absurd. Could barely feel my feet. <laughs> Wanted my Chipotle, though. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't hungry when I ordered it, and I was starving by the time I picked it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, just a quick little complaint there. I did not appreciate that. Most of the time, I love Chipotle, but today, nope. Not, not so today. much. Not, not today. today. Okay, so I got I got like one random th- or like one dumb thought, and then kind of like two uh, people that I'm going to add to my shit list. Okay. So my first dumb thought. I, when I was a kid, like honestly, up until I was probably like 16, I just like always thought daylight savings time was just like an American thing. Everyone does it? Uh, Like most of Europe does. And Michael found that out today. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. I know, right? It's pretty crazy. I still don't really understand it and why it's still a thing. It, I, I looked it up just to be sure. It says most areas in Europe and North America observe daylight saving time, whereas most areas of Africa and Asia do not. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. I also don't understand like how like half the world agrees to it and half the yeah, world that's, doesn't. Yeah, that's literally what I was about to say. How Yeah. How does half the people's clocks switch twice a year? And then like what if you have like a business meeting with some guy in Asia and you're like, hey, I'll do it at like 8 a.m., but then that guy's like – well, I, I was an hour late because I don't observe daylight savings time. <laughs> you you got to figure out what time of year it is and what the time there currently is. And based off that, daylight savings time is just dumb. I was about to say, I think the more the more uh, pressing matter is just I don't understand daylight savings time at all. I don't, I don't get it. The explanation for it back in the day was farmers, right? Yeah. And so... Is that's mm, yeah? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're still farmers today. There are still farmers. We thank the farmers for our food. Yes, but... <laughs> we we do indeed. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Daylight savings time just doesn't make sense. I I don't know. I like it in the summer because it's light early, and then it stays light a lot later. So do if we just stay on summertime. That means 
I'm actually fine with what it is right now. I like I like I like it being light in the morning. No, 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 no. I would rather it be darker in the morning and light towards the end of the day. I like it where it's like light at like six thirty seven in the morning, and then <laughs> thanks, Sierra. <laughs> we got uh, coughing in the studio. Cheese, what are you doing over there? Choking uh, on water. So I like it when it's I like it when it's light at like six thirty seven in the morning, but then I like it dark at like. If it could be, if it could get dark at like seven thirty, no. then then I'm perfect. I'm supposed to be tired in the morning, so it might as well be dark. It, and then it, when it's light out, especially in the summer when it's like nine thirty and st- and the, like the sun is setting, yeah, that's no, awesome. I don't, I don't like that. I no. love that. I, no, because now now it's dark out at like five o'clock and I'm already tired. Yeah, and it's I, like that's not what I said. I said I like it dark at seven thirty. <laughs> get it right, but it's still gonna be dark then. No matter what time we're on. No, because I want it dark. Like, I'm thinking of, like, football. I want it dark when I start a 7.30, like, night football game. I want to be under the lights. Yeah. And then I like to get up early, so I want it to be bright when I get up. It doesn't have to be super bright. I'm fine with, like, the sun coming up at, like, 6.37. See, this is just another uh, reason why I think that summer is the best time of year. Fall. Summer. Fall. (laughs) <laughs> warm weather light in the morning it stays light way late into the day you it's love not light it. in the morning in the summer it is not really light in the morning in the summer is like 9 a.m no like not 8 8 39 no yes it's somewhere around 8 when the, the the sun rises just longer days in the summer that's what i like but anyways, and whatever we end up arguing Fuck about, daylight daylight savings time. time is dumb. <laughs> so that's a what was that your dumb thought for the day? Yeah. Okay. What are the other ones you have? So I have two types of there are two types of people that I'm going to add to my shit list. Types. Yeah, okay. it's a groups of people. Okay. And the first one, uh, is going to be in this. You know. This happens more than you would think. Uh, people who don't spray Febreze after they shit in a bathroom. Like, it's there. Why don't you spray it? Okay, I'm going to add something to this. It makes no sense. Um, you see it there. It smells bad. For, uh, dude, I douse the bathroom when I after I shit. All right, so I'm going to add something to this. And uh, to add to the shit list is people who just don't have Febreze in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yes. If, thousand if, percent. if you go to someone's house and you got to drop a deuce, you expect there to be some sort you of scent to. masking agent in the bathroom. Yes. And like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, if if somebody walks in after me and they just get a, a fat whiff of Febreze, they're going to be like, well, that guy just took a shit. But guess but what? it's better than I, smelling yeah, it. it's better than me just, like, dropping a, a smelly dookie right in the toilet and then just fucking having it stink up the whole house. Hey, even if you're going old school and you just got a pack of matches in there. Just let me light a candle. Let, I'm okay with that. Just give me some sort of scent masking agent. Yeah. If you don't have that in your bathroom... That's a wild move. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. So, I'll add both those people. One, people who don't have Febreze. Two, people who don't spray the Febreze. <laughs> people who don't spray the Febreze, like, it just blows my mind. Like, why? What's the point? You you clearly see the Febreze. 
you were in there long enough while you were shitting to see the Febreze. And then you left and you were just like, I'm not going to spray it. And and don't give me the like, oh, I turned the fan on. That fan doesn't do jack shit and everybody knows it. It just makes a loud noise. Um, Here's a question I have for you. Fans in the bathroom, are they taking air from outside and bringing it in? Or are they sucking air from the bathroom and bringing it out? You know damn well I don't know the answer to this. I'm way too stupid to even have a take on this. What do you think? My guess would be that that they're... I feel like normally a normal (laughs) person would be like, yeah, they're sucking the air out, but I don't get how you would suck the air out. Sierra's saying... Sierra's motioning from the other side that they're sucking air out and throwing it well, outside. Then if that's the case, they do a horrendous job. It's like the uh, things that go over your stove that just right out. Yeah, but the ones in the bathroom are definitely worse. Because <laughs> you those, just need kitchen grade. You, you, can, you, can, you can take a shit and turn that fan on, and it'll still smell bad for the next two hours after you take a shit. You're not wrong. They they do a, a horrible job. So both of those types of people, one, people who don't have Febreze in their house, two, people who don't spray the Febreze after they take a shit. No reason to do either one of those things. Next, next group of people I'm adding to my shit list, and this might be pretty controversial. Uh-oh. Um, I'm going with people who overhype bacon. <laughs> I'm sick of this fucking shit about everybody talking about how oh bacon this it's so fucking good. Shut up, it's very average. It's so it, bacon is the most average fucking thing of all time. I mean, it, I, I'm not gonna argue with you because I think sausage is the yes, superior thank you. meat. Thank you. But I bacon also, is so fucking average, it's unreal. So I I also equate bacon to pepperoni. Where I'm going to take if, – if the choice is up to me, I'm having sausage on my pizza over pepperoni. And at breakfast, I'm having disagree sausage that. over bacon. But that's just my opinion. I, I hate people who just sit over here and are like, oh, bacon. It's so fucking good. I got to have bacon in the morning. Oh, it's the best bread. No, it's fucking not. It's so average. And like bacon, the, the variability with bacon is so big that you can never know like – if you're gonna have good bacon or not. If you if your bacon is thick and like maple glazed or something, like I think it's maple, maple glazed, thick maple sure. glazed bacon, that is good bacon. Anything else, I will give you very mediocre at best. And and don't misconstrue this. Like I like bacon, but like I don't get the like hype around it that everyone is like, oh, I love bacon so much. It's the best breakfast meat. It's not. It's also it's also variable. It's kind of like steak, where that's what I just said. No, some people need it like super well done. Some people don't like it a little more floppy. Sausage, breakfast sausage, you just cook. That's true. And serve it up. Now I got a question for you about the breakfast sausage. Are you going links or patties? Uh, pr- probably links. I've had I've had too many bad patties in my day kind of taint my taste buds i i've had a couple bad links though too really yeah i don't i i don't think i've ever had bad links i've definitely had bad pads i don't like the links that you know you get it's a little like very thin like it almost like plasticky the casing yeah yeah don't like that yeah 
but you know, I, I like a nice patty. I mean, like I said, sausage is the superior breakfast meat, so I'm not turning down either one, but I'm, I think I'm going links over patties. That's fair. <laughs> I think I might be going patties over links the more than I'm thinking about it. Nah. Uh, uh, I also, think I am going, fuck it. I'm going patties over links. Nope. I know that might be another controversial thing. I'm here for it. Also, patties over links and fuck bacon. <laughs> sausage dipped in syrup. Oh, yeah. That's big time. That is grade A. Right I'm there. also more just thinking like sausage and eggs. Bacon and eggs. I'll give bacon and eggs this. Bacon and eggs has a better ring to it. What do you want for breakfast? Bacon, bacon and, and eggs. <laughs> bacon and eggs sounds good. But it doesn't taste as good but as sausage yeah, and eggs. Exactly. I'm I'm sick of this whole everybody hyping up bacon. Fuck you, Sierra. Bacon <laughs> sucks. Sierra's in the studio giving us the thumbs down right bacon, now. Bacon bacon suck my ass. How about that? <laughs> and I like bacon. I just don't it, it, it just seems like a collective thing where everyone's like, "Oh, bacon this, bacon that, bacon for breakfast." Very average. Bacon very average. Bacon is the Alabama football of breakfast foods. It's been at the top for too long, and we're tired of it. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. No, I was gonna say it's 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 the Michigan of football. It's just a poser. You're not you're not that you're not that fucking good. You actually suck. Well, I mean, bacon sometimes good. Sometimes Michigan's had a good season every once in a while. <laughs> But everyone, it definitely is the Michigan of no, fucking breakfast. Because everyone likes bacon and it's been at the top for too long and it needs to get knocked down a few pegs. No, but like, no, and I'll tell you why. It's Michigan and it's it's Michigan because this. From the outside <laughs> viewer standpoint of the people who aren't really into breakfast food, aka the people who aren't really into college football, they'd probably be like, oh, yeah, isn't Michigan supposed to be good? I like Michigan. And then you're like, oh, have you watched them the past couple of years? They stink. No, no, no. Because if you bring someone who doesn't know anything about breakfast over and you take them out to a restaurant, they're going to order bacon and eggs. They don't know anything heard. about it. Yeah. That's right. what I'm saying. Because it's been at the top. No. Because it's just it's just a household common name. Same thing with like Michigan football. But then if you look into it, it's really not that good. So is sausage the, the equivalent to Notre Dame? It's on the rise. It's making its way into the top spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I like Let's go this. sausage. I like this. I like this. I like how we're talking. I like how we talk this through. I like where this is going. Yeah. So. And I'll tell you why it's not Alabama football. Because, like, when you could be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, isn't Alabama supposed to be good? And then you look into it, and they are good. Like, bacon's not that good. Not as good as everyone hypes it up to be. Alabama's as good as everyone hypes them up to oh, be. Oh, well, wait. I'm still saying bacon's okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. No, yeah, neither am I. But I'm saying, like, if you're talking about the hype to the result, Alabama lives up to the hype. Michigan never lives up to the hype. <laughs> now we're talking. And that's a fucking – that's that's the most correct thing I've ever said on this podcast. Uh, that's okay. Bacon is the Michigan football <laughs> of breakfast food. Let's go. All right. So <laughs> I think on that note, we're wrapping up Shed Some Light episode 27. If you made it this far, thank you. We appreciate you. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. We will be sure to read it on our next episode. Also, follow us on all social media. Instagram is at Shed Some Light Pod. 
Twitter is at Shed Some Light. And you can always get a hold of us on our email, Shed Some Light Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to submit a light fight to discuss on next Monday's episode or any other topics that you would like to hear talked about, we're happy to discuss them. In the meantime, have a great week, everyone. Happy Monday. Uh, we will catch you on Wednesday. Will we? Yeah. Weird we'll catch, Wednesday. We'll catch you on Wednesday for another Weird Wednesday. Um, like I said, have a great week and keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.